0: what's up everyone welcome back to another week of fabs high review i think i need to find a new way to start the podcast so if you've got any bright ideas let me know i'm open to suggestions i was in new york city on the weekend and actually if you were in new york city and i saw you you're gonna know this story because i told it to you when i saw you but For those of you who haven't heard this story, I was in New York on the weekends. We were flying the Red Eye on Thursday night and my husband and I decided that we needed to sleep on the flight. We didn't want to have like a crappy night's sleep. We're like, best way to do it, let's have a little edible before we get on the plane and we'll just sleep right through. If you have a nice little indica edible, then you'll just sleep right through. We're like, great idea, let's do that. So we go to the airport, we park our car and we're in the little bus, little bus, we're in the little bus going from the parking lot, the uh, the parking lot to the airport. And my husband was like, so should we take it now? And I was like, oh, it's a bit early. I was going to take it just as we went through security. And he was like, well, let's just take it now because we're thinking about it. I was like, uh, okay, fine. <laughs> so we share it. And um, normally edibles take, what, 45 minutes to kick in? Well, this happened a little quicker than that, which was unusual because we'd had dinner. I thought it was going to take a while for the edible to work, but it didn't. It actually started to take effect right around the time that we were going through TSA pre-check I got through, my husband didn't get through because apparently he didn't have pre-check on his ticket. So the guy told us to go to the Delta desk and get pre-check put on the ticket. And this, this was when the edibles started to kick in. Oh, and for people that aren't American, TSA pre-check is when you go for some like interview and it's valid for five years and you basically never have to take off your shoes or take your laptop out its case when you travel. It's amazing, by the way. Now, my reaction to the edible is probably quite similar to how my personality is, which is I kind of love moving at 100 miles an hour. So my body was suddenly feeling really, really tired, but my mind was like going on overdrive. I was like, okay, all right, we have to go to the Delta desk. So even though I was feeling really tired, I was still moving at quite a quick pace and I was just fighting it really badly internally. I was fighting the sleep. My husband, on the other hand, started to feel really sleepy and his actions were super sleepy he was just i was i was running i was like we have to go we have to go we have to get a tsa on your ticket and i was like come on come on i'm turning around and he's just like like crawling down like the slowest speed down the hallway behind me i was like Why won't you run? And he's like, I'm going as quickly as I can. It was so bad. And I was like running out of view and then coming back and he just hadn't moved. And I was like, you have to run. (laughs) We're gonna miss our flight. And I'm saying it in a laughing way. But at the time I was not laughing. I was very very angry and upset that we had to go all the way upstairs to the Delta desk in an airport terminal, which is going through massive construction. It's very difficult. And then we get the TSA on the ticket. We somehow get back downstairs. My husband is moving at a glacial pace at this point. And I'm dragging him. I was dragging him through the airport trying to get in there. It, our flight was literally boarding in five minutes and we were right by TSA security. Anyway, that was our story. If you're going to take an edible for a flight, you know what? It's great. Cause you do sleep really well. Just time it a bit better. The stress of running to the desk was not worth it. But yeah, we made our flight. I had a very fun weekend in New York. Um, and while I was there, whilst, while I was there, I was telling some friends about what I wanted to talk about in my next podcast. And, uh, I was like, I want to talk about the Ann Geddes babies. And they all looked at me with blank faces like, I'm sorry. And I was like, you know, the Ann Geddes babies from the 90s. Actually, I wasn't telling a group of people. I was telling my brother-in-law and I was like, you know, the Ann Geddes babies from the 90s, you know, when they're dressed like all these tiny little babies dressed as like a pea in a pea pod, or a skunk, or a rose, or God, what else did they have? They had the most insane things that they dressed these babies as, like a bell pepper. And they were everywhere in the nineties. I was saying this to my brother-in-law, and he was like, "I have no idea what Angerus babies is." So I get up my Google, I show it to him, and he's like, "Oh, okay, all right." And I was like, "You know, when you know, in the nineties, when." Every All girls' bedrooms had them in, like, 1996. <laughs> he was like, Fabs, I didn't go into girl, any girls' bedroom in 1996. He's like, I was 14 years old, and I wasn't at that st- stage with any of the girls in my middle school or high school, or whatever the fuck. Anyway, it made me die with laughter. And for the record, the reason why I was in lots of girls' bedrooms in 1996 was because I was at a girls' boarding school. Not because I'm really creepy. But anyway, that's a side story. And Get Us Babies, what I want to see is a reshoot of their photo shoots when they were children. But like a where are you now? Because a baby in 1996 is going to be 22 years old. So I want to see that little guy that was dressed as a sheep. I want to see him as a 22 year old man dressed as a sheep. And then I want to see the little girl who's in the sunflower as a 22 year old girl dressed as a sunflower. I think that would be the best return of something from popular culture ever. That would be all over all of the news stations. That is genius there actually is. They did some form of update on the Ann Geddes babies because uh, I googled it. Actually, I didn't Google it. My friend Googled it. But there was one article update on the Ann Geddes babies. And it was just of like, what are they doing now? Like, so it was like someone who is dressed as a... Oh, I'm running out of things. What were they all dressed as? You know, I don't know. She's dressed as a tomato or an apple. And it was her on her wedding day. And I was like, that's really great because you've grown up. But I want to see you as an adult in your tomato slash apple. In 1996, I spent a lot of time listening to the band Aqua. Does anyone remember them? Hello Barbie, let's go party. That song? Yeah. (laughs) How can you forget? Such a hit Uh, They also did that Mr. Jones song, and I remember the music video very vividly. It was of the gentleman in the band who had a bald head. I'm talking a lot about bald people these days, but I think it's just a coincidence. Anyway, the guy with the bald head, it was him in, like, a Tarzan outfit swinging through a jungle. I think I must have watched that, like, at least 50 times. We were so bored in my school... In 1996, that we used to sit, that we used to sit there and watch music videos on repeat. Actually, you know what? Everyone did that in the '90s. That was the whole point of MTV. So wait, I wasn't bored. I was just being super cool and cultural and with it. I think it was 1996 as well that uh, all those ringtone cell phone companies came out. Maybe that was after 1996, actually, because I don't know if anyone had mobiles then. But maybe it was 98 or 99. But you couldn't watch a commercial break without having to listen to whatever was number one at the time being played in a terrible screechy cell phone tone. And you could purchase it for 49p. Or actually, it wasn't even 49p. 49p, that's a bargain. I think they were selling them for about $5 a pop. And of course, I I downloaded one one of my friends downloaded them like every day. I was like, "All right, okay. You're fine. You're fine with the the number one song from last week. We don't have to update it. That was like her thing. She had to have the number one song on her cell phone." I'm like, "No one's calling you apart from your mum and dad." So <laughs> That's so bad. No one was calling me other than my mum and dad either. Honestly, no one calls me now. The only <laughs> the only person who calls me now is my mum. She calls me every day and I call her if she hasn't called me. Yes, yeah, she's the only person. I try and call my husband, but he doesn't answer the phone. He's like, I'm busy at work, go away. I'm like, I'm busy too, but I miss you. I wanted to see what, you know, what's up. All right, enough of that, enough of that. My one last 1996 memory was of that dancing baby And I'm pretty sure that was like one of the first memes that ever came out. Do you remember that dancing baby? It was just like a black screen. And then this little 3D baby who just kind of spiraled around. And then that played to that song. And everyone knew that baby. I mean, I don't think anyone's thought about that baby since 1996. But if you sit there now and really think about it. You fucking know the baby I'm talking about. All right, actually, I'm gonna bring it up and I'm gonna play the song because if you think about a 3D baby turning in circles, doing a little dance, and then you hear this, you'll remember it. Remember it yet? Yeah, you know that. Um, I bet you people are gonna con contact me and comment and say that they don't remember who that fucking baby is um so if you don't google it dancing baby meme i think it was the first meme ever and if you do remember it fucking google it and watch it again because it's probably been a while right it has been a while for me wait i remember how that baby was made famous it wasn't famous because it was went viral It was famous because it was on Ally McBeal. Do you remember that TV show with Callista Flockhart? Yeah, it was like a little dancing baby that she saw in her dreams or something. Ah! Knew I'd remember where it was famous from. All right, thanks so much for tuning in and uh, just discussing 1996 together, you know. Maybe I'll just do, I don't know, 1984 the next time. Not that I've had much to say about 1984 because I was two years old. Can't remember anything. I actually don't think I can remember anything post minus like seven. But uh, yeah, so I won't be doing 1984. But we are going to do another year at some point. And I really enjoyed sharing 1996 with you guys. Peace out. Thanks for listening like what you hear check back in each week to hear another episode of Fab's high review podcast